This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You know the number one thing that women say they want in a man is no, not looks, and it's not money. Obviously, those things are great. But the number one thing women say they want in a man is a sense of humor. And guess what? I can help you with that because I teach men how to banter. Yeah, you can actually learn how to banter. So if you're having trouble getting dates or you're always left on red, women don't answer you online, you might have a problem with your banter. But good news for you, learning how to banter, especially with me, is actually really fun. And no one else really teaches you how to banter. So if you actually want women to start responding to you, and not only just responding, but engaging and enjoying and laughing with you, then I think you need to hit me up. That's kristenandchill.com. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. If you like what you're listening to and you want dating tips and strategies directly from me, then you can get in touch with me by shooting me a text to the number 310-299-9139. Up until now, only the best clients of mine had personal access to me. But now, because so many guys ask my personal help regularly, I'm building a private texting community where I answer your questions, give you killer tips, and just make your dating life smoother and easier than ever before. Even if you're not just dating and you're married, I can help you with that too. So just shoot me a text at 310-299-9139. I really look forward to hearing from you. All right, text you soon. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we have the lovely Bria on our show, a single mom in her early 40s who is a kick-ass businesswoman is going to talk to you about dating women like her. So keep listening. Women podcast. Kristen is not with us today. She says hello and she's very sorry that she missed this episode because it is going to be a very good one. <laughs> I have a very special guest on with me named Bria who is going to talk to us about ghosting and why women ghost, how to avoid ghosting, everything about ghosting. I don't even want to keep talking because she's going to do a much better job than me. But Bria, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to chat with you. Well, tell me a little bit about you or as much as you want to share about you so that we can set the tone for the guys who are listening. They can't see you, but I will tell guys who are listening, this is a gorgeous woman who is about to speak to you and give you guidance on attraction and women. But why don't you tell guys about who you are and yeah. Mm, Who am I? Okay. I'm a single mother divorced with two children, two daughters, ages eight and 11. 
Um, I've been divorced for about six years. I'm a wardrobe stylist as well as entrepreneur. So I'm a businesswoman and um, originally from New Jersey, been living out here for 20 plus some years and been single now for the last year and a half. Just got out of a four-year relationship about a year and a half ago. So I've been dating quite a bit and having a great time this past year and a half. Well, tell me about that. <laughs> tell me about having a great time. Because most people right now have not been having a great time. So how are you having a great time in... Oh, okay. That's right. We are under pandemic right now. Okay. Well, prior to COVID, I was having a really great time. Okay. But... Since COVID has hit, I have since met somebody. So I've been spending some time with somebody for the last couple of months. So it's, I guess you could say we're COVID exclusive. Right. Any sense? There's new rules or no rules, I guess you could say with COVID. But we have a, I like to call it a shake and shag pact with my partner. Okay. Yes. Basically just have to be very transparent and honest you know, if we were to go out and date someone else or see anyone else, because we're not really exclusive per se. I guess you could say we're COVID exclusive. Okay. We don't have a title, but we've been seeing each other for about three and a half, four months and having a wonderful time and just kind of going with the flow. But so under COVID, the rule right now stands, if we were to go out with anyone else, we'd have to be transparent with each other. Right. Okay, very good. You're kind of falling into cuffing season, except it's been extended. So cuffing season is from after, I think it's after Halloween, but some people say that it starts like after Thanksgiving, but I think it's after Halloween when like the holidays start for the season and it starts to get a little bit colder and people cuff up with somebody else because they want to be close to someone and they want to be warm during the winter and then they get uncuffed when spring hits again and they can go meet other people. Got it. Okay. I'm learning all these new terms now that I'm single. I know. I have to learn all these new terms too. My co-host always makes fun of me because she's like, you are in a bubble. You don't even understand like what Tinder is. Like don't even talk about these things. Yeah, I've never done Tinder, but there's breadcrumbing, there's benching, yeah. there's mermaiding, oh, yeah. ghosting, What's of course. Mermaiding? What's mermaiding? I don't know. I mean, I have no idea, but I continued here. And now I just was recently questioned, tell me if you heard this, that there's supposedly a difference between dating and hanging out. Well, there is a difference between this. Yeah. Is there really? Because I actually, the gentleman I've been seeing for the last couple of months, we're in our early 40s. And I said to him, I said, would you consider us dating or hanging out? And he was like, is there a difference? I'm like, well, apparently there is. Yeah. Hanging out is like you hang out in your house and you hang out. Well, that's all you can do. Not in nice clothes. I mean, but if you date, you can still go and make special dates outside of your home. You could go have a picnic in the park. There's a difference. One is trying to still kind of woo the other person. You're going on a date to a date location in a date setting with a date mentality. And hanging out is just like hanging out and having fun with somebody, just like being very casual and comfortable with that person. Like you'd hang out in your sweatpants. You wouldn't go on a date in sweatpants. So those are the two differences, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So you're hanging out with this guy. No, I think that we are dating. Okay. (laughs) All right, there you go. We go on some dates, but we spend a lot of time at home due to COVID and there's sleepovers. So I would say that we are dating. (laughs) We are dating. I like it. Well, so tell me more about the fun that you were having for the year and a half. And actually, we can even go back a little bit further. Maybe after your divorce, I don't know if you remember that far back. You said it was six years. It's been about six years, yeah. 
Yeah. And so maybe you can tell me or talk to me about how open you were and maybe your dating patterns in that first year after you got divorced. Okay. My situation post-divorce was kind of, um, I fell into a relationship pretty quickly. I had met someone that we shared many mutual friends and we kind of just met and he was exiting his marriage and we just kind of fell into a relationship. However, it was a long distance relationship for four years. It was bi-coastal New York and LA. So I fell into a relationship fairly quickly. However, I was pretty checked out from my marriage for quite some time. And then we ended things in July, 2019 for the obvious reasons. One being, of course, distance between us. And he too was divorced for kids. And then since then, I kind of just, I went on the dating apps. Were you open to dating or were you... Oh, yes, I was ready. By the time I ended my four-year relationship, I was pretty checked out. I was ready to start dating and really exploring. So I was with my ex-husband for 13 years. That's a long time. It's a long time. Then I fell into a four-year relationship and then I was ready. And full disclosure, guilty as charged. I'm a woman in her early 40s and I went down that path of dating much younger men. So that was super fun and a great experience. But that actually had to come to an end eventually because the few men that I dated and enjoyed my time with, we had different paths. They were starting to fall for me and they want kids, they want to get married. And obviously that's something that I'm no longer interested in. I've already been there, done that. So I've now since shifted gears and I made a pact with myself to only be with men that either do not want children or already have children. Okay. So we're kind of on the same. Yeah. I mean, it just makes things easier, especially when you start spending more time with somebody because, you know, casual can lead to something a little bit more serious and you start falling for one another. And the next thing you find out eight, nine months in, like, what? Well, wait, you want kids? Oh, no, that's not something that I can. I'm not changing my mind on that. Right. Would you say, I don't know how many other divorced women that you're friends with, but would you say that's pretty common for them to feel that way? Like if they have kids already that they don't want to jump back in to starting a new family? I have a few girlfriends that are more than happy and will welcome more children and get married again. I think just where I am in my life, I run a company, a business, and I'm super busy between my two children I love my independence. I love my freedom and I love being by myself. Not to say, I mean, I'm open. I want to fall in love again and I love being in a relationship, but it's not something that marriage isn't. I mean, if it's really important to my partner in the future, we can have the conversation. Yeah, I'd have the conversation, but children, that's off the table for me. I would welcome, obviously, other children. (laughs) Right, but not (laughs) any of them from you. From your body. It's not happening. I hear you. I totally hear you. Yeah. So when I'm dating, when I first meet someone after a couple of dates, it's a question that I ask them. I said, what's your plan? Like, do you want to get married? Do you want children? And if they say yes, well, sure, we could have some fun, but how far can fun go? You know, before someone gets attached and, you know, I don't want to hurt anyone and I don't want to get hurt. So it's a question that I ask fairly quickly. Sometimes even on the first date. Right. Because I'm sure people are very forthcoming with that information, especially once you get past the age of 35 or even once you're divorced and you've had kids, you kind of cut out all of that BS talking. You're very real with people on dates. That's how I would assume. I know that's how I would be. Is that what it's like or been like for you that people are just much more transparent? Pretty much. 
I have to say, since I have been truly single this last year and a half, I have a lot of single girlfriends. You hear all the horror stories, dating apps and ghosting and whatnot. And I've had a pretty good run. I've met some really great men and three of them I remain still friends with, which is quite lovely. But we just had, you know, different paths. But I think there's some men will say that they're looking for something serious when they're really not because they just want to get laid, right? They just want to sleep with you. So I think transparency and being straightforward is key. And I have found that to be just important. The first, second date, just be very forthcoming. Say, this is what I'm looking for. What are you looking for? Even with the young guys that I was dating, they were very forthcoming. Like, I think you're great, but I just want fun or I'm just looking for something casual. Fantastic. Right. And then you knew you were on the same page with each other. So you had mentioned two things a few minutes ago. There were two things that you brought up that I wanted to talk to you about. One was ghosting and one was that you're a businesswoman, that you're a busy woman, that you are, I guess, you know, some people would potentially classify you as more alpha. Has that been a challenge in dating? Because I I do know that I have a lot of females who are in very similar positions. Many of them were the breadwinners in their relationships, their past relationships. They are very successful women. How do you date a woman like you? And how has it been an issue in your dating life? It hasn't reared its ugly head too much. There's been a few incidents with a few guys that I dated between running a company or running a business and kids. I have minimal bandwidth to put into a partner or a relationship right now. But I think for me, again, it goes being very upfront and transparent with them. Again, this is who I am. This is my life. Are you okay with me being an independent, strong woman where I can only see you once or twice a week? And some guys have been really cool. Like the guy that I'm dating right now, he's a very busy guy, but we make time for one another. And when our calendars sync up, obviously we connect and it works out great because he's very independent and he appreciates and respects that I'm independent. He's not needy and he's totally cool with that. So I think for me, again, I'm just very transparent to let them know, like, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I can offer to you right now, whether it's casual or not. This is what's important to me. I need my alone time. And yes, there's been some men that are more needy or they want to see their lady of it, or they would blow up your phone constantly all day long, every day. And that's not something that I create that boundary pretty quickly. In the beginning, like I don't have time to be back and forth sexting or texting back and forth. I'll text you when I have time, of course, but I can't do this whole back and forth eight hours a day. I think you can kind of have, I think women's intuition is pretty good too. And if they're not transparent about what they want, I think we can kind of get a sense too, like what they're looking for or what works for them. Like my ex that I was with for four years in New York, he had a very hard time with my success and how busy I was because not only did we have the distance between us, we had a time change. So if I wasn't available to you know, speak to him at night or say goodnight or drop everything and fly out to see him, it was a struggle because work, family and work always kind of came first. But I think a lot of men will say they want a woman that's successful and strong and independent and they talk the walk. But when it comes down to it, I think a lot of them don't want that, if that makes any sense. They say, I want a girl that's beautiful and successful and independent and confident. Okay, well, here I am. But then you start spending time with this person. You can start to pick up like, wait, she's not 
available for me as much, or they become needy, or they want to consume you, or they're intimidated. You know, she makes more money, or I can't provide. So for me, I look in a future partner or men that I date, I just, I want someone that's going to be independent. I don't care what you do for a living, as long as you do it with integrity and you enjoy it and you're passionate about it and you're independent and you're just a cool guy. Right. Well, that's what I was going to ask you next was about who you're attracted to. So are you attracted to men who are also successful? Typically, like, would it matter if a guy made $50,000 a year, but he did it with integrity and he was very proud of what he did and he was very happy and content? That would be okay for you. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I like creative types too. So that's a nice little, any man that's creative and yeah, you just have to be passionate, love what you do, whether you make 50, like you said, whether you make 50 grand a year or you're bringing in six figures. As long as you love what you do and you're cool with my independence and my success and we kind of grow together versus against one another. This isn't a competition here. Like who makes, we're going to be fighting who's paying the bill or if we're going to take a vacation together. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't want any weirdness or squirreliness because I've dated men that obviously don't make the same amount of money that I do. And I'm totally okay with picking up the tab on occasion or going on a vacation, as long as it's a nice equal balance, if that makes sense. Okay. Wonderful. Yeah. I mean, as long as it's give and take, like if I'm constantly picking up the check, no way. Even if he doesn't make a lot of money? Yes. I don't care if you're buying me coffee, something. Say, you know, we go on a vacation and I'm paying for the hotel and the meals and stuff like that, but you can buy me some coffee on occasion or buy me a drink, right? Or I don't know, pay for the gas or contribute in some way. I don't need the dollar amount. It's just the thought. So that doesn't really bother me. Again, it's integrity and just being passionate about what you do. Okay. I love that. So tell me about when you go and you meet somebody, like what is it that you're looking for? What catches your eye and what makes a great first impression and first conversation where you say, okay, I'm attracted to this person versus like this person's a really nice person. I connect with them but I would never want to date them or sleep with them. Two things, putting aside obviously their physical looks. I'm sure if I'm meeting them, I find them to be attractive. Number one, I pay attention to how they treat others. Meaning like if we go to a bar or a restaurant, how they treat the server. I pay attention to those little things. If they make eye contact and they're kind to the person and if they make me laugh, laughing is a big thing for me. So a good sense of humor and someone that could just calm. I like like a calming energy too. I think I can kind of pick that up pretty quickly if somebody's kind of like frenetic or like stressed. If he has a high intense job, you can usually pick up that energy pretty quickly. At least I can. And that I don't do well with somebody that's frenetic and kind of like all over the... You're right. I can't know because I'm a pretty calm gal. So I kind of would like to have somebody that's kind of on the same page. Okay. And so how does the first few weeks of dating go for you? Because you do have work and you have kids. So as you said, you're not texting very often. How would a guy know that you're into him? What signs are you giving besides being available? I will make the time because yes, we are all very busy, but you make time for the people that you want to make time for. Okay. Will you be assertive and ask a guy out on a date? Like, will you initiate plans? Oh, of course. Okay. I have no problem. I surf, I go to the market, and I if I see somebody that catches my eye, I will walk up to him and say hello. I have no problem really? with that. Oh, yeah. I mean, That's wonderful. Yeah, when, I, when I go to the beach, 
I seldom get hit on when I'm out and about because I'm usually with a gaggle of girlfriends. Although kudos to the man that will walk up to a table full of ladies. I think that's pretty impressive. It happens once in a blue moon, but usually, I mean, I've had luck meeting men on dating apps, but usually I have better luck at Whole Foods or at the beach when I'm surfing or just walking down the street. Okay. So we're going to take a break and I want to hear more about that when we come back. Okay. So hang tight. There is no doubt about it. We live in some crazy times and things aren't normal. And it makes dealing with crazy times a lot easier when you have someone to talk to. And BetterHelp is professional counseling done securely online. You can send a message to your counselor anytime, anywhere, and you get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. I know when I was looking for a therapist, I called and called and called so many different people and no one got back to me. BetterHelp eliminates that incredibly frustrating process, a process that, frankly, can't really handle frustration because things are already tough enough. So BetterHelp is here for you. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at BetterHelp.com slash ask women join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health again that's better help h-e-l-p.com slash ask women oh my heart was broken when the bills lost the afc east championship oh they should be in the super bowl they're not though but doesn't mean the super bowl isn't happening it's here and you can get in on the action at bet online tampa bay the first team in history to play for the title on their home field is currently a three and a half point underdog. I don't know. Brady, he cannot be beat. He's like a zombie. You cannot kill him. Bet Online has hundreds of props on the game, including game MVP, margin of victory, and even the length of the national anthem. Always available online or on your mobile device. Visit Bet Online today to get in on this action and to win some dough. No, not bread dough, but money dough. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. If you're not getting any action at home, you might as well get it here. Don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you listen to the Ask Women podcast, then you are already miles and miles and miles ahead of other men when it comes to attracting and getting the girls you want. But I must confess, there's one missing piece in the puzzle, and that's flirting or the ability to ignite sexual chemistry with any girl you meet in a matter of minutes. Most guys suck at flirting. They can't flirt their way out of a paper bag. But as your personal wing girl, I can't let you be one of those guys. That's why I want to show you the most effective step-by-step formulaic approach to flirting with any girl you like. This formulaic approach has been tested on thousands of girls and has been proven to work like magic. Yes, magic. You just apply the formula and see results instantly and it's that powerful. 
To find out everything about this flirting formula, all you have to do is go to winggirlmethod.com slash flirty. I've made a special video for you where I reveal what this formula is all about. Go to winggirlmethod slash flirty and you'll find out all about it. All right, we're back. (laughs) Very long break. So tell me more about meeting guys at Whole Foods and... The oh, beef. the produce department. Forget it. Really? I say this all the time. I know guys who that's the only place that they would go to to meet women. Oh, My I husband's know. friend would... Because I was the Whole Foods in Venice that has like the wine oh, bar. He's like, that's, oh, totally. that's my like hangout place. That's where I meet tons of girls. That was his thing. So you're saying in the produce section. So like how would a guy meet you in the produce section? Because other guys are like, this can't happen. It's not possible for anything to happen at a grocery store. So how does it happen? Men will approach me and ask me something about whether it's the strawberries. What do I think? Is this broccoli or is this broccoli rob? Right. I've had like the most random, like, is this a watermelon or a cantaloupe or a honeydew? What do you prefer? How do I know if the sweet potato is ripe? Like, I'll get the most random. And then what's your response to that? You're like, yes, moron, this is a watermelon. Like, well, it depends. If they're, if I find them to be cute, then I will respond accordingly. But I'm always lovely and nice, of course. Right. But I think there's been two guys that I've actually exchanged numbers with from Whole Foods and actually went on dates with. Yes. Okay. What's the difference between friendly and nice versus, okay, like I'm into this. I'm attracted to you as well. Do you know what that looks like on you? (laughs) Friendly, if I'm not interested, I will basically help them in the produce or whatever. Then when they go say, hey, do you live around here? And I just say, hey, you know what? very flattered, but I'm with somebody or I'm married. And I just smile and walk away. Keep going. I keep going. Doing your shopping. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're quick. You wouldn't like stick around. But basically, if you're not interested, you're not continuing to engage in conversation. Of or if you do stay there, you're like, you're not fully engaged in it, right? Exactly. And that's right. Who's got time for that? And that's unfair. Right. And I'm always impressed by the men that do this. Because it takes a lot for a man just to walk up to some random girl It happens all the time. But when you're at a supermarket or somewhere, if you catch a guy's eye and he approaches you, be cool to him. (laughs) No, I agree. I totally agree. And if you're married or you're taken, you can just be like, look, I'm flattered, but not interested or I'm taken. But there's the peaches. (laughs) Right. Well, so with these guys who you did give your phone number out to, do you know how long of a conversation you were in with them before they asked for your phone number? Yes, for at least 20, 30 minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. So you were talking for a while. Exactly. And it wasn't just about produce. <laughs> right. That was the opening we line. <laughs> over to pasta and rice after that. Exactly. <laughs> right. Some poultry. Yeah. Lots of different things to talk about there. Right. Exactly. So you are open to it. Are you open to being approached anywhere that you're... Is there anywhere that you're not open to being approached? Like some women are like, no, do not approach me at the gym. I do not what? want you to come up to the, me at the gym. I'm sweaty and gross and in my zone. Is Are there places where you would say... Like, do not approach me. I'm not open to being or to meeting somebody fantastic at this time. If I have my kids, I don't want to be approached. Yes, but I have been approached with my children. I've had men approach me with my children, which is slightly awkward. And usually when I'm out with my girlfriends, again, kudos to the gentleman that approaches a table or a bar of a bunch of girlfriends. But usually I don't want to be bothered if I'm with a bunch of my girlfriends. It's girls night. Well, what if there happens to be a really cute guy who you would hit it off with and that was his only opportunity to approach you? I would approach him. All right, send him a note. 
Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. Well, that doesn't give him any power. No, I know. But why does he have to have all the power? That's true. That is very true. I, but I mean, would you be opposed to it? Like, would you shut a guy down because you're with your girlfriends? I have. You have. But you probably weren't that interested in those guys. Right. Yeah. Okay. True. I think maybe it's happened to me once where I was interested and it just happened to me not too long ago. A couple of months ago, I was out and I was with a couple of girlfriends and someone approached me and I, was, I just started seeing someone and I was very nice to him. And I told him again, girls night, thank you, flattered, but I'm actually seeing someone. Same thing, kind of. And he was cute and he was really cute, but I just started seeing someone. It's COVID. So I think maybe if it wasn't COVID, I would have may have. Yeah, but I've already, I just started seeing this one guy and I was wanted to see where it would lead to. So what about you as a single mom? So how do you work dating in? Like, how do you balance all of that? Where are you able to find the time? Well, I have them 50% of the time. My ex-husband and I are very good friends. So <laughs> ironically, we actually will kind of, if he's going out with somebody and he's supposed to have the kids, we'll swap nights. Oh, that's great. It's very fluid, very flexible. He's lovely, very supportive. But I have my kids 50% of the time. So the nights that I do not have my kids, that's the time I make. Those are my nights for myself, for the guy that I'm seeing, or my girlfriends. And most weekends, I don't have my kids right now because my ex-husband works so much. So he prefers to have the kids on the weekend. So these last couple of months, my weekends have been just free and I've been able to make time for... amazing. (laughs) <laughs> I know, right? The the silver linings to divorce. I know. But no, but going back to, you know, you hear this a lot, like I'm really busy or like girlfriends will complain about men or men will complain about women. They're so busy. She's Look, we're all, bu- well, maybe not right now because it's COVID. I mean, but no, but everybody's still busy. I'm overwhelmed, even though I'm not going out for dinners and like doing super social things. I feel like, yeah, we're busy. I'm very exactly. busy. Right, especially you throw kids in the mix. We're, we're yeah. busy, busy, busy. But... You make the time, even if it's for a couple hours. If I want to see my guy, I'm going to make the time. I'm going to carve out the time and create the space and time for him. Again, whether it's for a couple hours or if it's for a overnight, I make the time. Well, that's where I wanted to lead into talking about ghosting because you had said this was a topic that you wanted to talk about. So... If a guy is dating a single mom or somebody who is busy, who's in her 40s, and she's not responsive. She's like her correspondence is slowly slowing down. She's starting to ghost. What does a guy do? Okay, you're right. That's not how I roll. However, I am guilty to ghosting one person in the last year and a half. That's pretty good. I ghosted one guy with a couple dates and he was a great guy, but he lived out of town. But I made peace and I made good on it just recently. I called him up or I contacted him via Instagram. I apologized because it wasn't sitting well with me because I don't want to be ghosted and it's a shitty feeling. So I made peace with him and we reconnected and it's great. I'm not dating him, but I mean, I just apologize to him. If I don't have the time or if I'm not willing to make the time or if I'm overwhelmed, again, I'm a straight shooter. I'm very straightforward and very direct. I don't bullshit. I will tell the guy, look, you're lovely. You're cool. We're not vibing. I just don't have the time right now. There's too much going on. I wouldn't do a fade. I just don't do that because I don't want someone to do that to me. But I do know girlfriends and guys, guys are very guilty of this. Again, speaking to the gentleman, look, 
I understand if you engage in a conversation on these dating apps and it kind of falls off. I don't consider that ghosting. You know, you're chatting with somebody for a week, maybe two weeks, you never meet and you disappear. I don't consider that ghosting. I do consider ghosting if you engage in a couple dates, quite possibly, most likely sleep together, and then you disappear. It's so easy nowadays, unfortunately. You can hide behind the phone. It takes two seconds. Just send the note right? Let's be respectful, especially under COVID right now. Let's all be kind to one another and just be like, hey, look, you're a cool gal or you're a cool guy. Just don't feel the vibe. Or I met someone else. I want to kind of see where that goes. Whatever you want to say, but you're hiding behind a telephone. Just send the text. I agree with you. So you said that you have some girlfriends that do ghost. Do you know what the reason is for it? Well, because they don't want to deal with it either. Right. They don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. They don't want to deal with it. Oh, I'll get to it. He'll get the hint. He'll pick up on it. Yeah. I mean, will he? I don't know. Maybe he will. But if, if he knows that you're super busy, he may just think he'll hear from you in a couple of days. But it's usually the same reasons men. Men just don't want to deal with it. Most people don't like confrontation, right? They don't want to deal. They don't want to hurt your feelings. Well, dude or girl, you're hurting the person's feelings regardless by just disappearing in that way. It's just not cool. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. And again, going back under COVID, like right now, let's just all be cool and be kind to one another. Like right now during COVID, everyone wants, is trying to meet someone at least to spend their time with, right? I mean, it's a shit show right now, right? And it's hard to date as it is, let alone now we have a pandemic. So let's make it easier. Let's, let's make this easier. Exactly. And just help cool. a brother out or help a friend out or whatever you want to call it. Just help people out. I totally agree with you. It's not like you have to get on the phone and FaceTime the person or see him in person. Like I said, you just send a quick text and say, hey. No, but it's still so painful to do because you don't know what's going to come back your way. I get it. Hey, I did it. Like I said, I I disappeared on this guy. Yeah, I used to be a huge ghoster. A huge ghoster. It was just easier to ignore people and not contact them because you never knew what was going to come back at you if they'd lash out at you, if they would hate you. And you just didn't want any of that. So it's easier to fade out. But I don't agree with that now. But in the past, it was much easier. It was much more comfortable for me. I've had some situations though where I've been very honest with the gentleman where they would not take no for an answer, which is kind of a little frightening. Well, actually, that's a good question too. So when is it pursuing somebody versus like stalking somebody and being too aggressive and not picking up on the hint? What does that look like? Not good. I've been stalked a couple <laughs> times. Okay. It's, not, it's not a good thing, especially okay. when they know where you live, especially with Google, they can find out everything yeah. about you. I've had some situations that no bueno, not a good thing okay. where I've had to like change my number at one point. Oh, wow. So how does a guy know? Because guys here, okay, no, it doesn't really mean no. And usually they want to test you and see if you're actually interested in them. So how does a guy know when you're being subtle, I know that you are very clear, but other women are not very clear. How does he know when it's like, okay, pursue a little bit more. I could switch my mind versus like, I am not interested in you. I don't think they do know. If the woman is stringing them along and not being direct, breadcrumbing, is that what it's called or however you call it? I mean, if the guy, I don't think that he's capable of picking up on it unless she's straightforward or just completely just shutters him out. Well, would you say that? A woman like that is worth a guy's time? Like if she's not being straightforward? Even if she wants him to step it up a bit and she's testing him a bit so that he pursues a little bit harder. What would you say to a guy friend of yours who was saying like, I don't know what this woman wants. She kind of pays attention to me. She'll go out with me every three weeks. 
I'm not sure if I'm supposed to pursue her or if she wants... What would you say to a guy friend? It's funny. A good guy friend of mine just called me three days ago and asked me pretty much those questions. Ask her. I'm a big communicator. It saves so much time and energy. so much time. Yeah. On both parties, women and men, talk about what you want, what your expectations are and your boundaries. So what would you say in that situation? Like, what did you tell your friend to say? I said, well, do you like her? Yes, but she's busy and I'm not quite sure I'm getting mixed signals. Have the conversation, sit her down. I mean, they've been seeing each other for quite some time and he's not sure where she stands, but she shows signs of interest, but then she'll kind of disappear, kind of sort of, or not be available. So I have to have the conversation, say, what do you want? I mean, I actually went through this with the guy that I'm currently seeing a couple months ago. I was like, what's going on here? What are we doing? Like, is there someone else? Do you want to keep this super casual? You just have the conversation and communicate. And then I think you get some kind of clarity and then you can kind of go from there. So again, I would have my guy friend just ask the woman directly. And again, if she's still squirrely, then I don't know. Right. But clearly asking, well, how about clearly stating what he wants? Is that important to do? Well, that exactly. It's right. You have to state what you want. For sure. Okay. I want this. I want this. Can we do this? Can you come? Are we on the same page? Are we on the same page? Are you willing to see me once a week? But do you want to see other people? Dating isn't easy. I get it. But it could be easier and less complicated again if we just have these conversations. I know it's uncomfortable, especially in the beginning. But right now, more so than ever, I continue to bring up COVID. But this is perfect because who's got time? Right. You know what I mean? Like we have to be super selective and curate the men and women that we decide to go see in person or make time with, right? Because there's a pandemic, right? There's something out there right now. So more so than ever, let's not waste each other's time. What is it that you want? Do you want kids? Do you want marriage? Do you want something casual? Where do you see this going? What do you want? Mm-hmm. And I always think it's better to also lead with what you want as well. Saying, like, this is where I'm coming from. What mm-hmm. do you want? So that at least it's not putting it onto the other person. Like, what do you want? Especially for a guy. What do you want? I'll do whatever you want. I'm okay. It's better to, to be in the position of, I want this. Of what course. Is it you're looking for as well. Not super of sexy. Course. All right. We're going to wrap up the show because I have a call in five minutes. I'm so sorry, but I would have loved to continue this. But Bria, this was amazing. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of this information with us. Thank you so much. This was fun. <laughs> yeah. New episodes of the Ask Women podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. Please go and subscribe to our show. Do not download individual episodes. It's a waste of time. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We love you guys. Thank you for all your support. We'll see you next week. Bye. 